Okay, so this is going to be my first solo episode in over two years. Uh, the first one was uh, the very first uh, deck kind of review thing I did back in 2021. Uh, it's going to be awkward with no one to bounce off of, but hopefully for my regular viewers, the subject is going to be enough of you for all to listen. Um, it is heavily scripted. I mean, I'm reading from this script right now. Uh, so if I do sound awkward, that's the reason why. When I first played Adios, I was one of those guys who thought, this isn't a video game. Honestly, it's pretty stupid in retrospect. So, sorry about that, Doc. And if you and the folks at Mischief listen to this, I hope I can do the game and the whole thing justice. And if I don't, well, you're more than, uh, you're more than welcome to make fun of me on Twitter. Or X, or whatever god-awful name we're going with now on that website. So before this episode starts, I want you, the listener, uh, to think and ask yourself, what is a game? video game, or otherwise. Today's episode of Unconventional steps away from Commander, Magic, and typical conventional media. We're going to be taking a look at a video game called Adios. Adios is a game about a pig farmer who decides he's no longer going to work for the mob. What follows is a discussion between him and his would-be killer. We'll be venturing into spoiler territory for this game at some point later in this episode. The background audio and some of the effects are going to be used from the game throughout the episode. Starting now. I first heard about Audios through a podcast called Castle Super Beast. Uh, there are a couple of Canadian guys, Wooly and Pat, who are the hosts. Uh, they both played the game at the time around 2021, and then afterward, uh, they invited and hosted the writer Doc Burford, who goes by Doc Squiddy over on Twitter. Listening to the episode and seeing some discussion about it got me interested, and so I decided to take a chance and play the game. Um, and while initially uh, it didn't leave the strongest impression, it stuck with me for two years. That's why I'm doing this episode. So to preface everything, if before we really get into spoilers or anything, I'd ask the audience, I'd ask you all, to play Audios 2 before continuing this episode. Um, as, once again, we'll be getting to some spoilers about the game. I've, I've had a lot of different shows and games kind of stick around in my head for a long time. I kind of get obsessed over them, or they leave such a strong impression to me because they appeal to something that I like uh, or that I become obsessed with. Audios isn't really like that to me in my personal experience, but even though it didn't leave the strongest impression, it did stick around in the back of my head for the longest time. Because, you know, it's a game about an old pig farmer who's, you know, he's about 60 years old. And he's been working with the mob for so long and he's making the decision to get out of the business for good. And if you're savvy enough to know what's up, and if you know based on a combination of that scenario and the title of the game, then you know where that leaves the character, who's an unnamed farmer, by the end of the game. 
Audios clocks in at about an hour of total play, give or take, which by most modern gaming standards is very short. Lots of crap reviews of the game say that it's not really a game because it's short for its dollar value, or it just does things a little bit differently than what most, what I consider to be kind of greedy gamers, want out of their kind of dollar investment. Now, this next statement might be oversimplifying, uh, but I feel like a lot of invested gamers expect over-the-top AAA experiences with high budgets, detailed graphics, and satisfying gameplay loops. Now, luckily, you can run and jump and shoot a gun in this game, so by most people's definition, it does qualify as a game. This isn't Pong, and this isn't Tentris. I mean, you can fish in this game. You can make choices of what you do, uh, how you choose to do the missions or in this game. You know, people sat down and programmed the uh, programmed the game, they modeled it, they scripted it, and they put this game together and they shipped it. So, it's a video game, right? Let's take a moment and discuss what big studio AAA video games are doing lately. They tried to add a lot of cinematics and fancy graphics to make it seem more like a movie or TV show. So you get actors and there's some motion trackers and you make them move around the set to illustrate that these characters that you see and play as are real and therefore have more value because they're more realistic. Mr. Shooty Gun Soldier Man has graying hairs at his temples and you see the smile lines on his face. He hangs his head and eyes low during quiet moments and in moments you can see his hands clench into a fist before unfurling them. So... You get the impression, you get the idea that this is a human being, because someone's acting him out. But, when you actually get to the contents of the game, you find that the goom- the- perhaps the gunplay, or the gun- the gameplay loop is terrible, and the writing take a, takes a nosedive after the third act, and you figure it out that if you use the sniper rifle the entire time, you trivialize combat encounters- and finally, you realize Mr. Shooty Man is actually a terrible human being because the writers either fumbled it last minute or had to make cuts in certain levels to, to crunch. And if you don't know what crunch is, um, look it up because it's terrible. Um, and then they make the decision to put him in the next game after an unsatisfying conclusion and then dies in the sequel game 10 minutes, uh, 10 minutes into the game after the five minute intro cutscene. Now, I'm kind of rambling at this point. Um, but sometimes the cinematic experience that's being marketed to me grows stale if the game can't grip me outside of it. I'd rather see it as a show, or like a TV, like a TV show or a movie or a miniseries at that point. For example, I haven't watched or played The Last of Us. And I mean, like, you know, I played it once back in, I don't know, whenever the game first came out for a little bit, and I didn't play the remake, and I didn't play the sequel. Because the what I've seen of the gameplay is just lacking. It's not something I want out of my gameplay experience. It's not what I want to invest my money and time into. Which makes it funny, because I'd rather go back and play Fallout 4, mod to the brim with quests, revamped anime AI, bleh, revamped anime AI, and dumb shit, like stuff that breaks the game in half, because I feel like that game and that experience is more appealing to me and my personal taste than whatever the fuck Neil Druckmann thinks is a compelling game. Now, don't get me wrong, I very obviously love a lot of things about The Last of Us, but at the same time, it's just, it's just 
It's just not... Anyway, I don't think it's a good game, but that's besides the point. The, the point I am trying to make is that on a surface level, Adios' premise and presentation could obviously function as a short film, or maybe even just like, you know, a, a short of some kind. But when you get into the nitty-gritty of the game, it's about the extra little details that don't convert well into an acted medium. And here's why. Player agency. Or more specifically, the lack thereof. We'll get a little bit further into that. So, for the following portion, we are going to be getting into spoilers for audios. Um, so I encourage anyone to get it where you can. At the time of this recording, in August 2023, it is currently available on Steam, itch.io, the Epic Game Store, Xbox, GOG, and Switch. There's probably a few other places, but that's the list I currently have at the moment. So, adios. Compared to most video games where you play as a character who is given some measure of choice, some measure of agency, um, as the unnamed farmer, there's an anticipated end, an expected exit. Typically, if you're skilled enough to answer an in-game question or grill an NPC for information, the game gives you the option to select it. Adios says you can make conversation with the hitman, the other character in the game, but there's some options that aren't available. No matter what you do, no matter what order you do things before the game ends, the farmer has made his choice, and then by proxy, the writers have also made both a literary choice and a game choice. But there's obviously a reason for this. So you can tell that the characters made a decision a while ago, and despite the framework of the game, despite the fact that he could feasibly run, hide, pull the trigger of a shotgun on the hitman who's begging him to keep living, he sits down for dinner at the end of the game, and the hitman rounds the corner and does the deed. Adios, friendo. Also, how the fuck do I make dinner in this game? I never figured that out. All I do is make white slop. Anyway. So the game starts off with the option of opening your journal and letting the hitman know that you're done. And as you make small talk, you're given three options to select as the conversation continues. Initially, you're able to select one of the any three options. They're just minor variations of the same answer. But eventually, and very quickly, you're given the three options, but you're not able to select anything but one of them. And uh, yeah, that's kind of been the thing that like, blew my mind back then and still been lingering on for over two years, when I figured out that you just couldn't select the other two options. And that's kind of when it all clicks. Because at the end of the day, this is a game about a story. About a man who, after spending 15 some odd years working for the mob, getting rid of the evidence, um, who's estranged from his son and he lost his wife, is stuck saying the only things he can say in his current situation. There's words on the tip of his tongue and the back of his brain. There's years of regret coming to the surface, and he sees only one way out. So even when he has a shotgun in his hand, when him and the hitman are skeet shooting in the backyard, and as you turn the camera towards the hitman and pull the trigger, you get an achievement that says, nice try. First of all, fuck you all, that's fucking cheeky as shit. But also, once again, you, are, you have the agency taken away from you because this is not that type of game. So, yes, you can move, jump, and run around as the farmer. He jumps pretty well for, like, a 65-year-old. 
But when you look at the game with those bare-bone definitions of inputs, it's a video game, right? Like, even if you don't think it is, if only because your personal desire out of a game doesn't match what the game is doing, it is still a video game. Maybe you can't blow away the hitman and make a fast getaway in a vehicle. Maybe you can't have a John Wick shootout when the farmer sits down for dinner at the end of the day. You can't tell anyone the deepest, darkest secrets of your pigs eating dead people's bodies to get rid of the evidence for the local mob. Because they bug the fucking phone. That shit's fucking wild. And the con... Like, it's just... Uh, yeah. Too much spoilers, maybe. But the point I'm trying to say here is, is that you get to play as a character choosing to live his last day on Earth, and the story can't continue if you don't move the arrow keys or the analog stick of your controller. The pigs don't get fed one last time, the horse doesn't get his apples... The goats don't get milked, you don't shoot the shit with the hitman about refurbished soda machines or cars or oak trees. And you don't get to sit down in front of where the farmer's dog was buried and have a heart-to-heart. Because it's a fucking video game and you need to fucking play it. Another thing is that compared to the open-ended nature of some RPGs, where your character can be witty and shape the world to your image, like in Fallout New Vegas, let's say, Mischief made the choice to say, no, you can't select these options. Because like a real person, like a real human being, you wouldn't have a, a maxed out stat that says you can say the cooler witty thing. You're going to have to leave things unsaid for an untold amount of reasons. I mean, who hasn't had those types of moments? Things you wanted to say in that moment, but can't. You can't really simulate that in a TV show or movie setting. Sure, there's been scenarios where they enact a person actually saying what's in the back of their head and then shift back into the actual moment where they maybe you just are blank face, say nothing's wrong, but that's pretty immersion-breaking and is really more suited for a funny moment. It wouldn't really work in a live-action audio s- situation. And, yeah, just to kind of step away for a second and go into some of the other details about the game... There's a lot of depth to the performances of the small cast. From my recollection, there's only about five voices. And a lot of what's had me taken back was because of the depth of emotion in every line. Uh, The subtle stuff like the exhaustion of the farmer, uh, and then the panic and the begging of the hitman for the farmer to not quit. He doesn't want to see him die, and he doesn't want to be the one to kill him, but he's going to have to, because he's the fucking hitman, he's part of the mob, he's got to clean up the mess. And on top of that, uh, Mischief went the extra mile and really sold the knowledge that each of the characters have, and by proxy, the writers have put into the script. You feel the heart on the farmer's sleeve, you feel that each character exists and has depth to them. It's the small details that bring the world to light, it makes it seem real... And it's very able to do that within about an hour of gameplay. I followed Doc on Twitter for a couple years now, give or take. And the one thing he's talked about a lot is about making games that make you feel things, that makes you feel emotions. Within that single hour, more personality in life existed within the Hitman and Farmer than most games do over the course of dozens of hours. You really feel like these two people are having a very emotional day where one wants to die. And the other one desperately wants him to live, because he doesn't want to be the one to kill him. Adios isn't my favorite game in the world. It 
doesn't really appeal to me to what I want out of a game from a pure gameplay sense. Uh, but it does give me insight to what I want out of writing in a game. At the time of this episode, Doc and his team at Mischief are currently in the works of a game with the working title of called Waifu Death Squad. And if that title doesn't really sell an idea by itself, the conversations and tweets Doc has shared to the world makes me excited to see what they end up cooking at the end of the day. Because it's going to be another game with great writing in it. And then to my past self, who very quickly and foolishly thought that Audios was barely a game back in 2021, obviously, if that was really the case, why did we think about it for two years and then finally made a podcast episode about it? Like, come on. And finally, just to wrap everything up, uh, I have some last thoughts. Uh, I think we as gamers, and especially to the Magic the Gathering folks who follow me on here normally, we need to understand what our relationship to a game is like and why we partake in it. So you mainly being like we can't we have to admit when we're not having fun with it and just move on. But we don't need to come back and needlessly bash it and ruin it for other people. Case in point, I don't like The Last of Us, but I've really done more damage just by stating I hate it. You know, review bombing a game for the sake of outrage, for example, isn't the best course of action. Obviously, there's the option of putting your money where your mouth is and so on, but in the indie scene, it's really easy to fuck up a good thing for them. And if someone goes out of the way to say that they like the thing, don't show up on their doorstep and say that the thing that they like killed your dog. Like, I get that you don't like it, but you gotta calm the hell down, leave people alone, Case in point, prime example. If you don't like a Magic the Gathering set, just shut the fuck up, okay? I normally... I, we say that kind of stuff a lot on the regu the podcast regularly, but, like, you just you need to just move on. Be at peace, let other be at peace. But yeah. Uh, that is this episode of Unconventional, where I've talked about Adios. I'd encourage everyone to go purchase it. Or uh, go take a look at the other games Doc, in particular, has written to get an idea of what I'm talking about. Uh, some of the games he's written on is Hard Space Shipbreaker, American Fugitive, and Paratopic. Or go uh, check out Doc's stuff on Twitter if you can. He also has a Medium.com page where he writes a bunch of articles about video games, his thought on design, writing, and how AI generation and NFTs are bullshit. And, uh, yeah. I will see you on the next episode.